Hello, wild women. Welcome to the Calibration Curve. Welcome to the Calibration Curve. Oh my gosh. We are so excited to be here and to serve you guys today. What we have in store for you is going to blow your mind. And I know it's going to blow your mind because it blew my own mind. We're here to talk about calibration. Okay. We're here to talk about the science behind the art of calibration. And I don't know. I mean, let me know if you feel this way, if this is something that in your heart you feel aligns with you, but in the coaching industry, specifically in the personal development world, in the world of personal growth and soul evolution, there are a lot of key phrases, right? There's a lot of conversations that we have over and over and over again. Some of the ones that might sound familiar are like your highest self or your soul's purpose or alignment, for example, right? Calibration to me was one of those words. Like I heard people talking about it. I heard it floating around and then I heard it become a buzzword. And there was always this part of me that was like, okay, I get the concept, but what is it? And this is my line one in human design really coming out strong, but like, give me the details, you know, because yes, I understand having expanders. If you're in the world of Lacey Phillips, too big magnetic, you know, that she talks about finding an expander, right? Finding someone who expands you into your realm of desire and what you want so you can manifest faster. And I love the idea of that, but there was this part of me that really wanted to know like, why? And does it scientifically stand true, right? Does it scientifically add up? Up, that the more we put ourselves in the energy of the thing that we desire, that does it actually work? And that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah. It's just like sitting here and hearing like the buzzwords and hearing, you know, collapsing time, calibration. It's like, okay, am I hearing those words and just starting to, you know, use them starting to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm calibrating without even understanding or like feeling like this to me is like the feeling of the energy of calibration for you with your line one. It's like really understanding, like, what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that entail? Is it just this word that's floating out there or like, what's the truth behind it? What's the truth behind it? Exactly. So what I want you to know from the very beginning is that in every single second, you are calibrating to something, right? Like you are calibrating to your norm. You are calibrating down to someone else's mood. You are calibrating down to someone else's fears or lack or scarcity, or you are calibrating up. You are calibrating to someone's positivity. You are calibrating to someone's level of expertise. You are calibrating to someone's wealth or choices or decisions. So knowing that, knowing that right now you are calibrating to something, I want you to just ask yourself, like, what am I calibrating to in this moment? If it's Jack and I, if it's the femme world, then what is it that you're desiring to be calibrating to? here? Is it our wealth of knowledge? Is it the fun that we have? Is it that we are leaders? Is it the wealth that we make and earn? Is it the impact that we have? Look around in your environment, okay? If you're out at a coffee shop and there's a handbag that you love and you're really, you're like in the vibe and the energy of a place, of an environment that is really raising your energy, like what are you calibrating to right now? And if you Mm. knew that everything around you, every piece of furniture, every person, Every conversation, every article of clothing, every level of detail in your life right now was allowing you to calibrate up or to stay neutral, to keep you comfortable or to calibrate down where you might be settling, standing still or staying the same, or even worse, 
what are you calibrating to right now? And to fully understand this and to fully understand the frequency of calibration, we have to know that everything around us carries an energy. Everything around us has a frequency. So the things that we're looking at, the things that we're touching, the things that, you know, everything in our world, you know, everything, this glass of water has an energy. So everything around you carries an energy. And so this is why the calibration energy can be so potent and so powerful and why you can speed up manifestations, why things can can spiral up in this calibration, like spiral very quickly, or like, like Rob said, you can go the other way. Take the example that Jack just gave or take the knowing the piece of information, information that Jack just gave you that everything around you holds a frequency, that everything around you is made up of particles, atoms that form a material, okay? But they're all made of energy. And if you look around in your environment and you hate your chair and that person's annoying you and the music is too loud and the shirt you're wearing is really uncomfortable and your notebook has the pages all ripped out and you're just like, nothing in your world is activating you. Nothing in your world is heightening your senses nothing in your world is bringing out the best in you, then your environment is literally shaping who you are because you are calibrating to that environment. So when you know this, when you have this piece of information that says, okay, I know where I choose to go today. I know that who I choose to talk to today the words that I choose to allow into my field, the pieces of paper that I touch with my hands, the conversations that I let into my space, what I surround myself by, the clothes that I wear. If I know that it all affects what I'm calibrating to, then wouldn't I make different choices? Then wouldn't I choose different actions? Then wouldn't I choose my words specifically knowing that they're either raising my vibration to helping me calibrate to that which I desire, Or they're keeping me exactly the same, exactly where I am, which might be okay for you in this moment, or that they're actually lowering my energetic vibration and calibrating me to something that I may not want, right? Calibrating me to a reality that I don't actually desire for myself, but because of the choices and words and and environments I'm putting myself in, because of the things that I'm choosing, this is what I am subconsciously or consciously choosing for myself. Mm, And I think really important to like dive in here, like the things that we're subconsciously choosing, the things that we're subconsciously calibrating to when we're not aware. I want to know, and I want to dive deeper into this. Like when we really believe that the situations, the people, the places, the things that we invest in, the food we eat, the environments we're in actually begin to shape who we become. And we begin to calibrate to what we're around what would you start choosing? And beyond that, if you know what you desire and you all of a sudden start to look around yourself and see like, oh my gosh, this is not it. These conversations are not it. This environment is not it. This outfit, these, this social group, these habits, this bank account, like this is not it. Then what do we do from here? Right. What would you be willing to do from there? If you look around you right now and you're like, some of this works, some of this is maybe feels okay, but what do I do about the things that I recognize are not allowing me to calibrate to where I desire to go? 
And this is, see, you know, it triggered for me what I was saying before. Like this is, you had said the word subconscious earlier. And so often we are subconsciously calibrating, right? So right there, when you said like, so are we bringing awareness to the choices, to the actions, to the people that are influencing our energy? We have this, you know, we're like, I want this and I, and I want to move faster and I want to call these manifestations in, but then subconsciously we're calibrating to all of these energies that we don't actually want because we're, we're looking around and we're following the shoulds and the have tos and we're seeing what we don't have. And we're always like out here, like trying to grasp for all these things externally versus seeing like, okay, this is like having this clear, clear, clear intention of where you are going, of moving towards it and using the energy of calibration to speed things up. So this for me is, is the calibration energy is the speed in which things happen. So I get to get go there faster. I get to call things in faster because there's a path that's already been paved for me. So there's already, I can feel into that possibility. I can feel into that potentiality. There's someone there who's done it before me so I can do it faster. And so it's the speed for me and it's the pleasure. It's the joy of the journey. It's the fun that that you get to have. And that energy in itself, that frequency of pleasure and joy and fun is going to speed up the calibration as well. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm seeing some comments. Rachel says, I would choose to be with people who are living above what I am doing. I don't want to be the baddest bee in the room. This is my favorite thing that I've heard all day today. I don't want to be the baddest bee in the room. And there is such bravery and such courage in this statement because what our ego does, what our pride does, what our confidence does is tells us that we have to be the best, right? We have to be the best at this. And we have to be the baddest bee in the room in order to be recognized. We have to win. We have to be right. And I want you to know to be the baddest bee in the room means that everyone else in the room is calibrating to you and you are calibrating to no one. You are calibrating to yourself because you are the baddest bee in the room. There's nowhere to go from there unless you are dedicated to figuring it out alone. And what we know is that anyone who is figuring it out alone is going to take longer to figure it out. So what's going to happen in this case, if, if Rachel was the baddest bee in the room, everyone else in that room is going to catch up to Rachel faster than Rachel can catch up to her next level. Why? Because everyone is calibrating to Rachel, the baddest bee, because they're using her as their measurement. So I want to dive in to like the actual science of calibration. You guys, I hope you're ready to geek out with me. I hope you get your notebooks out because you are going to want to write this down. Okay. But this example that Rachel has used, every single woman in the room has a leading example. Every single woman in that room, but Rachel as the baddest bee has someone that they can look towards to say, do this, try that, like attune to her energy, watch what she does, choose your words wisely, right? So in that case, everyone, but Rachel is going to calibrate faster because everyone else has something to calibrate to. Yeah. And I really want to highlight something here before we uh, geek out with you, Rob, because I'm so excited for that. But as you said, it's like calibrating to like the potency of the words, to the energy, to the frequency. So it's not like, okay, so now everyone's calibrating to Rachel, the baddest bee in the room, that they're doing things and just duplicating everything that she's done, but they're in that 
frequency, that energy of what she has done. So they're learning from her belief codes. They're learning from her embodied wisdom. So it's that energy that they're attuning to. It's that frequency that they're attuning to. We're not, it's it's not like, oh, it's just like duplication. It's not like, oh, just do what's been done before you, but it's this seeing what that person's done, but because of the way that they do it, because of who they're being when they do it. Because of who they're being when they do it. I really love this conversation going on in the comments as well about letting go of old friend groups in order to go into higher level of conversations. As females, I think that can be one of the most challenging things, right? We feel loyal to friends. We feel committed to friends. We feel like a bad woman if we put up boundaries, if we say no, if we turn down invitations and if we let go of friendships. But, you know, femme power principle number one is radical self-responsibility. And when we take that radical self-responsibility for ourselves to recognize and identify and then take the action and make the new behaviors that are aligned with where we actually desire to go to release what's not serving us, well, then our lives change. I'm going to challenge one of the comments that says it's so hard to make new friends as adults. This for me is like, is that a truth or is that a story? Because it's about the environments that you put your yourself in. So yeah, maybe next door to you, there's not somebody who you, who's going to have this deeper level conversation with you, but put yourself in spaces. You cannot imagine that magic that happens. Like the women that came on the femme retreat with us last year, they put themselves in the energetic space where they were meeting new people, where they were meeting new friends that were having the, the level of conversation that they wanted to have, where they were talking about the things that they want to talk about, where they were immersed in this energy to So whether that's going on a retreat and putting yourself in a new environment, whether that's signing up for a course where you're meeting new people, whether that's going to a new place in your town, taking up a new hobby, a different activity, like there's maybe right immediately what you see. It's like, it's hard to make friends here. But if you zoom out, I see women all the time aligning their energy and making friends with people who who are more aligned with where they're going. Oh my gosh. And and honestly, I had a recent conversation about this in my world as I grow and evolve and shift. I have a mentor who's in her 40s, her mid 40s. And I recently sent her a message that said she has this incredible group of friends and they're creative and supportive and they do incredible things together and like simple, incredible things, cold plunging in the lake and forest walks. And I sent her a message recently and I said, when did you find your people? were some of them later in life. And I was looking for affirmation that it was safe for me to rethink some of my relationships, that it was safe for me to reconsider whether friends were actually serving me. And she wrote me a message back and she said, all of the people in my life right now who are filling me up, who are my soul sisters, were after I turned 40. So I want to offer that to anyone who finds comfort in that and trust and surrender in that, that that's a real life example evidence that it happens, you know, and I truly believe what happens. We find people when we're ready for them and the people that you are ready for now, you wouldn't have been ready for a decade ago. Right. And I know that about myself. I have needed these friend groups. I have needed to be served everything that I've been served, but is it serving me now? Is it getting me where I desire to go? And, and this is not something that's going to happen overnight. 
right? It gets to be a conversation and an ease in and a slow realization that then then you get to stand for, right? And to take actions and to try it on and to put boundaries up slowly, um, to do it out of compassion and love. But I believe, and, and this is something that has really shifted for me in the last five years, but I believe that I am calibrating up to my best self the older that I get. Do you hold that belief? You know, like I look to my 40 year old self as a mentor and I don't know her yet, but I love her. Like I am calibrating to a version of myself that I can already feel emerging from within me. I know she's there and the me today gets to calibrate to her this afternoon and and in this conversation and tomorrow and the next day. Right. So I love that, Rob. I totally feel that with you is like always calibrating to my next level. And one thing that you, that you said there too, about this like friend group, and this again, brings it back to Fem power principle. Number one, that radical self-responsibility and the leading yourself. So let's say you're looking for this new friend group who wants to take cold plunges with you. Well, you sitting on your couch and saying like, Oh gosh, no one in my town wants to take cold plunges. So like just gonna have to like sit here and wait and wait and wait and see if somebody one day invites me to take a cold plunge with them. No, you go start taking the cold plunges. And guess what? That's likely when you're going to find the people that like come out of like from out of nowhere and be like, oh yeah, guess what? I've been meeting with this group of five women Wednesday mornings for the past year. Do you want to come join us? And you're like, how did I not know about this? How did I not know about you? Well, until you put your energy out there, until you put yourself in the ring, they're not finding you. You're not finding them. As soon as you move towards the thing that you want to feel, be, embody, do, then all of a sudden you're going to open up new experiences, new people that you don't even see right now existing in your world. Like we are here, you are here on this planet to raise your energetic frequency, to raise into your next level self. And I'm going to guide you there. I am a projector who sees your bullshit and I am going to call you out on it to lead you into that next space. I believe in you. And this also, I feel like this is, this comes in with that calibration energy when you're in the room with people who believe in yourself before you even do, and you're calibrating to that energy. It's potent. When you're calibrating to that belief, you have someone saying to you every single day, you've got this, go get it. You've got it. You can do it. You've got it. You're scared, but yes, you've got it. You know, that does become your belief. I've got it. I'm scared, but yes, I've got it. It's going to work. I'm okay. Like, Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So what is the science of calibration? What is the science of calibration? We know, you know, generally in this conversation, we've talked a lot about how calibration is spoken about in the coaching industry. We've talked about how it works when you put yourself in a room that allows you to calibrate up. We've talked about how you can curate your own calibration. You know, one of the stories that comes up for me whenever I talk about calibration is this version of myself who was like 26, 27. I hadn't done a lot of traveling. My partner's older than me, but eight or nine years. <laughs> who even, I've only been with him for 12 years. I don't even know the age gap, you know. Um, <laughs> but he's older than me. So I was always put in his world and you know, his family owns a golf course. I've never golfed. I don't know the etiquette. I don't know. You know, I'm this like free spirited hippie. I had like hair wraps in my hair and ripped jeans. And Dunk was like, hide behind that bush. Like the balls come, the golfer come, like, Shh, be quiet. Like I had to learn this new way of existing. And during these times I was introduced to luxury, 
I was taken to the Ritz. I was taken to the Four Seasons. I was taken to a resort. And I always remember entering these rooms for the first time, going onto a golf course the first time, being like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Entering this restaurant for the first time, like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Entering the hotel, like the the elevator for the first time, like, oh my God, what am I doing here? You know? And every single time that I was put in one of those situations, I felt something inside me change. Like either I'm going to feel small here or I'm going to be the free spirited girl with the long hair and the ripped jeans who magnetizes, who brings out the curiosity of every single person in this room. I'm going to be the woman with the biggest smile. I'm going to be the woman who laughs the loudest. I'm going to be the woman who dances and has the most fun. I'm going to rock this room by being myself or I am going to completely disappear here. Like, which one am I going to be? Which one am I going to be? And I wanted to, to share this with you because before I even knew the science of calibration, what I recognize is I've been calibrating my whole life. I've been calibrating my whole life to what I wanted by refusing to shrink in those spaces, by refusing to hide in the corner of the elevator, by refusing to be quiet at dinner, by refusing to close my lips when I smile, by refusing to to put my hair in a braid, by refusing to be anyone but who I am, I have always calibrated up. And when I look around at my life now, I fit in those spaces. And in fact, what I believe about myself is that I define those spaces. Why? Because my character moves people in those spaces. Because I bring something to those spaces that most people aren't willing to bring to those spaces. Okay, so I want you to hear the science of calibration, I want you to understand how this works so that you can choose who you are in the elevator, in the restaurant, in the conversation, in your kitchen, in your everyday life, and in the life that you're desiring to create for yourself. Okay. I've done a lot of research on calibration. What I've discovered about calibration is really cool. I am not a science expert. I want to just say that right out of the gate. I didn't like science class even. So a lot of the terms that I'm going to use are not technical. And that's okay because it's not the technical scientific terms that I need you to understand. It's the concept. All right. So calibration is actually used in the world of science as a measurement. Okay. So they use calibration to measure tools, to measure data, to measure pressure, to manage and measure flow. So there's all of these different types of calibration, which I thought, you know, I sent a screenshot to Jack and I was like, holy bananas. There are different types of calibration, different types of ways that we can calibrate through all of these different methods, all these different ways. So calibration itself is a measurement. And what we know about calibration is that this is how they use it, okay? So say you are creating a whole set of tools. They perfect one tool. They bring one tool to perfection. The perfect measurement, the perfect precision, the perfect balance, the perfect weight, the perfect materials, the perfect sound, okay? And then they take the whole batch of tools that they're making and they calibrate each and every one of those tools to the perfect one. So that that entire batch of tools then has the perfect balance, the perfect weight, the perfect measurement, the perfect balance, the perfect flow, the perfect pressure. So they have one 
measurement that every other one of the tools calibrates to. Okay. So they use this in factories. So, you know, those blobs, those things that like shoot out the cookie dough onto the cookie machine, they calibrate one tool to the perfect size. So it is calibrated to the desired dimension, to the desired amount of chocolate chips, to the desired size. And that tool is that cookie, that tool is then noted as the one. Okay. So then every other cookie blobber on the conveyor belt belt is then calibrated to the one so that every single blob of cookie dough is the same size with the right number of chocolate chips, the right width, the right dimensions. So if everything on that line is calibrating to the one, then they get an entire batch of cookies that looks the same, smells the same, weighs the same, is packaged the same. But what happens when nothing is calibrating? Just think about this for one second. I know you already know the answer, but every single cookie on the conveyor belt is a different size. When they're not calibrating to the one, they're all going to have a different dimension, a different width, a different number of chocolate chips. And then what happens? The packaging is off. The price is off. The cost of goods is off. What the customer expectations have are off because every cookie they eat by taste is going to be different. So when things are not calibrated to the one, the results all change. So I'm going to give you another example because now I'm in like full geek out mode. I'm reading this and I'm like, oh my gosh, calibration runs the world. Calibration gives us something to go off of. Calibration creates quality. Calibration manages quantity. Like how many can we create that will be up to this standard? Calibration sets the standard. Calibration allows people to create expectations. Calibration allows us to know what we're buying, what it's going to be like when we're buying it, what it's going to smell like, taste like, look like, feel like. If there was no calibration, we would not know. We would not know. Imagine you go to Paris. Okay. And you go to Paris and you buy your Rolex watch, the one you have like marked the page of this watch in every single Vogue magazine. And maybe it's Cartier. Let's go with Cartier. It's like this Cartier watch and it's like stunning, beautiful. It's marking this like epic milestone in your life and business. It's this beautiful anchor and you set the watch and then you bring the watch home to Canada, to BC. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm just going to turn the hands until I find the time. And you turn the hands and you're just like, do, 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 do. Like this time is good. The time is good. But your watch is not calibrated to the actual time. Your watch is not calibrated to the time zone that you're in. So what good is your watch? You don't just pick a time that feels good. You don't just pick the nine and the four because it looks pretty. You calibrate your watch to the time zone that you're in so that you can tell the time, so that you can show up, so that you can be there, so that you can get the thing done, so that your kid can show up for school. You're calibrating to the time zone that you're in. But without calibration, your watch is just a showpiece. It's just a watch. And you are going to be a scattered mess in your life because you're late. You're always running behind. You're early. You're tired. You're not sure what's going on because you're not calibrating to where you are. Your watch is not calibrated to the measurement of time that the rest of society, that the rest of world is operating in. You are the one that is not calibrated. Okay. So I want to apply this to entrepreneurialism for a second, to your journey as a leader, as a CEO, as a business owner, as a woman with a vision. Imagine that one day you're working your nine to five job. 
You know exactly what your role is. You know exactly what your job is. Why? Because you are calibrating to the job that you took. You're calibrating to your role, to your position, right? You step up to the tasks that you have to do. You fulfill the role, the checklist that your boss gives you. You are calibrating to your job title. Okay. And then one day you're like, I'm ready. I'm ready to take the leap. I'm ready to become an entrepreneur. I'm ready to go out on my own. I'm ready to do this. And you set up your office and it's the vibe and everything is great. And you have the vision, you know where you want to be. But all of a sudden tomorrow morning, what am I calibrating to? I don't have to be anywhere at a specific time. I have no boss telling me what to do, how to say it, when to submit it by. I have no strategy. There's no org chart telling me what my position is. I've got no job title. My career is essentially now me. What am I calibrating to all of a sudden? What am I calibrating to if it's just me? And what we see happen so often in the world of entrepreneurialism is that we spin around in circles because we stop calibrating up. We stop meeting standards. We stop reaching for goals. We stop having someone to guide us, someone to stay accountable to. We stop showing up at certain times of the day, which can feel like freedom, but can also feel completely debilitating because what the fuck? How much am I supposed to work to become successful? How much am I supposed to work? So we start working around the clock because if I can't calibrate to a result that I'm not having, that what I can calibrate to is overworking, working so hard that all I can say at the end of the day is I'm trying. So I'm calibrating to trying. So what we see in the world of entrepreneurialism is I am calibrating to my best and there is honor in that. And yes, that takes courage and guts and bravery. But what if, what if you calibrated yourself to something, the way that you calibrate your watch to a time zone? What if you measured yourself against the one? What if you calibrated yourself to the one? And I'm not talking about comparison. Oh, my cookie dough is smaller than her cookie dough. I better get better. I'm talking about let's get in alignment. I'm talking about let's figure out what she's doing. Let's figure out what her beliefs are, what her mindset is, what the leaps she's taken have been, what she's done, who she's been to get where she is. That's what I'm talking about here. Because if I desire to get where I'm going faster, if I desire to get what I want in this lifetime, then I could either spend an entire lifetime trying to figure it out, trying to get it just right on my own, or I could calibrate to the one, the one that has it figured out, and I could get there a hell of a lot faster than I can by guessing or constantly calibrating to my own best. And this is it right here. It's this level of a tune and it's attuning to this frequency. It's calibrating to this energy here. And what I heard you say there, Rob, too, it's like, so if I don't know, and I'm just going to show up and I'm going to do my best and I'm going to keep trying incredible, you know, you are going to get there. Yes. If you're all in, if you're all in, you are going to get there, but we're talking the calibration curve. So what we often hear from our clients and from women in this industry and from coaches, they're like, I want to be open. I want to be here for the quantum leaps. You know, I want to collapse time around things. I want to do things faster. I want to like go from zero to 60, but their actions 
are like, well, again, I'm not calibrating. So it's like, okay, there's this, like the blob of the cookie dough here. And it's like, you're like, ah, no, like this one is like all misshaped. And then this one here is like, uh, too small. And then this one here, it's too big. And I'm going to tell you the first, at first when Rob told me, but like the cookie, you know, conveyor belt, my, my first energy is like, well, wait, but we don't want to like all these same size cookies, but it's not that it's like, okay, there's this energetic standard. It's like, okay, I'm not trying, testing, doing all the things I'm using the conveyor belt and the cookie of what I know works, what I see works because like that looks like the perfect cookie to me. And when I bite into that cookie, it's got like the perfect amount of chocolate chips and I get to calibrate my energy there. And then I also get to play here. I get to bring in my own flavor. You know, like I get to put a scoop of ice cream in between the two cookies and make an ice cream sandwich that is like even more delicious. Sprinkles. I get to make my cookie blue. I get to add the character, but the substance and really what that substance is, is you freedom, right? Tearing away all of those layers that are are preventing you from being a hundred million percent of who you are. Mm -hmm. And not needing to like figure it all out through the trial and error, through the testing phase, through everything. It's like, no, like this this, this is working. This is working. And I'm going to go faster because I'm choosing to calibrate. And this is called the calibration curve. So the calibration curve isn't a slow, gradual curve. It's the like, boom, it's the like rapidness. It's the energy where you're like, it doesn't make sense. It's the energy of quantum leaps. It doesn't, it defies logic. You can't figure it out and you don't need to. It's like, okay, the calibration energy is just like, it's felt, it's ignited and you move with it. Yeah. I think, you know, you don't need to calibrate over time. You can calibrate right now. And and I want you to think of this example. If you are bored in your house and you are still in your pajamas and your hair is a mess and you're like, working around the house and there's something in you that's like, ugh, I just feel mundane. I feel kind of blah. Right. I mean, I think we can all say that we felt that way once or twice during the pandemic. Right. What happens if you get yourself dressed, you put your jeans on, you wash your hair, you put your cute shirt on. Number one, that changes your energy. Number two, you go to a coffee shop or you go for a walk around town, downtown where you live, or you go into the woods where there's life, where there's people where there's the sounds of coffee machines or birds in the woods or dogs running around or people shopping. And all of a sudden, all you've done is gone dressed and changed your environment and you've completely changed your energy. You've completely changed your mood. That is calibration. In a moment, you have calibrated to something different. Okay, so this happened to me yesterday. I've been in a routine lately. I drove to the ocean with my grams. We got coffees out instead of making coffees in. And we had a walk by the ocean. And then I drove to the city and I had a meeting with a brand collaboration. And I drove back and it was three hours and I felt new. I felt a different level of myself come to life because I changed my environment. I changed my actions. I changed what I did. So I calibrated to a new state of being in that moment, right? So the art of calibration is not, let me be the the conveyor belt cookie dough every single day and repeat this over and over again. It's who do I want to be today? Who do I want to be this month? What are the results I want to see? Where am I desiring to grow this quarter? What are my goals this year? And how am I going to get there now? How am I going to get there now? And if you are here And if you are in the femme world, then we know one thing about you already, that that you are ready to take that leap. 
that you are ready to feel something now, that you are ready to experience wealth, power, and pleasure now in some way. Maybe you're not ready for all the ways. I'm not even ready for all the ways, right? It it looks different for all of us in each season of life, but you're ready for something. And it doesn't need to be this consistent fine tuning or this constantly Um, you know, Jack uses the example often of like throwing a spaghetti noodle at the wall and being like, is this one going to fix? Is this one going to stick? Is this one going to stick? Is this one going to stick? And that energy, when that is all that we do over and over again, I would say that to me, that is what feels like the cookie conveyor belt, that calibrating to frying and calibrating to the same over and over and over again. And that brings it full circle to what we said at the beginning, right? It's that calibration to what you currently have, what you currently know is going to get you the results that already exist in your world. That's going to get you what you know. So when you, again, want to make these quantum leaps, when you want things that don't make sense, calibrating to an energy that doesn't make sense is what makes it possible. Yes. Faster. Faster. Is what makes it possible faster. So say we use the example of the cookie conveyor belt and you're like, okay, today I want strategy in my business. I am going to calibrate to this one so that I can find the strategy in my business that works for me. Then the next day you're like, I want a brand that is like out of this world. I am going to calibrate to that brand master, the one that aligns with me, the one that I like to calibrate to a beautiful brand faster. And then the next day you're like, I want my energy to speak for me. I'm going to go work with an energetic coach who is like, you are the one you get me, you get it. I resonate with you. So each one of these cookie dough conveyor belts are bringing in a different energy, a different aspect of yourself, of your business, of your message, of your truth, of your fullest expression, so that you are getting where you desire to go faster and faster and faster by calibrating to the one. And I actually Mm. think that this leads in to outspoken so well. Yeah. Outspoken. This is like where we brought the one and the one and the one together for you so that you can calibrate to the one. So you can calibrate to the woman who is fully embodied and leading in divine feminine, who's leading in energetics, who has the strategy down that you're like, how the fuck does she do it? We have brought together the most powerful women in this industry who are making millions online doing business in a way that they love that's activated for them. They're in their truth. They're in their power. They're in their embodiment of the femme way, wealth, power, and pleasure. And they are the expert in their field. They are the one that you can calibrate to, to get to that place faster. So an expert in the wellness industry an expert in scaling your business, an expert in the quantum realm, an expert in building wealth as a woman, an expert in feminine energy, an expert in the strategy, an expert in like, there is literally an expert in every single field inside outspoken so that you can calibrate to the one in that area in your business, in that area, in your leadership, in that area of your wealthy woman, right? So what we see so often is that if you don't have the one to calibrate to, if there is no perfect cookie, 
for lack of a better term, perfect is not it, but I'm going to just roll with cookie. But if there is not the perfect cookie or the ideal or the expander there, then what happens is we try to calibrate to everyone We look around on social media, we scroll through our Insta feeds and we try this and we try that and we purchase this and we invest in that and we take this course and we try that strategy and we grow an email list and then we get on Pinterest and and we try to do everything. What we have done is said, no, that is not working. And in fact, what we see in our world and what we see with our clients and the women who are working with us for a year inside the rebellion is that that actually causes way more destruction and harm than it does good because it creates comparison, lack of confidence. It pulls you out of your own intuitive knowing. It gets you in this spiral of it's not working. I'm trying everything. It's not working. I'm spending all of my money investing. I'm doing the things, but you're doing all the things rather than the thing. You're trying everything rather than doing the thing. So the women inside outspoken are not going to give you one strategy. They're not going to give you one way to be well. They're not going to give you one way to make money. They're not going to give you one way to be in energetic alignment. They're going to talk to you about finding your way. They're going to talk to you about accessing your soul strategy. They're going to talk to you about making money your way. They're going to talk to you about everything from within, everything with you going first, right? Rather than like, let's put on this strategy. Let's try this. It's like, how can you awaken that from within yourself? And these leaders and these coaches are going to be the one. They're going to be the one that awakens something within you, that teach you something, the thing that can give you something to calibrate to rather than looking around everywhere. Mm, That can give you something to calibrate to. These are experts. These are women that carry such deep amounts of soul wisdom who have experienced, you know, who are in embodiment. So when you're calibrating, you're calibrating to women who are in fully full embodiment of what they teach. And like Rob said, different areas of expertise on top of what she's already said, an expert in tantric arts, an expert in human design, an expert in teaching women how to make millions online. Like these are women who, this is what they know, they live, they breathe, they teach, they are bringing their most potent teachings to you. So you're going to have 12 women, 12 women, 12 different areas of expertise that you get to calibrate your energy to. Rapidly, this is a 12 week experience with us. So, 12 weeks so that you can dive in, so that you can take in the training. The trainings are going to be spread out over 12 weeks. So, one training a week so that you can be immersed in that energy. We're going to have a panel session so that you can come bring your questions as you're integrating, as you're embodying anything that comes up for you, you get to bring it into that space. There's going to be a Facebook group where you're also surrounded by other women who are moving in this energetic vortex with you, who are also calibrating alongside of you, who are there for support on the journey. When the wobbles come in, when it, when it's feeling messy, when, you know, when there's something going on, it's like, okay, you are being 
fully supported energetically, strategically. You're getting to know that how you're being fully supported for 12 weeks alongside women who get it, who are all in with you. So the thing that I want to, that really stood out for me as you're talking, Jack, is, you know, we use the example of like you getting dressed out of your pajamas and sweats and going to a coffee shop to change your energy and how much that can affect you in one second. And I, I know that we've all experienced this. Imagine how many times that can happen in 12 weeks when you are in the energy of multimillionaires, women who have literally done what you desire to do, and you are learning from them for three entire months in the energy of women who are calibrating with you. One of the things that really made calibration land for me in the early stages of my, my own understanding of this was the Tour de France right? And you always, you have the leader who's like the front of the pack. And then all of the other bikers kind of fall into this slipstream and they calibrate to the speed, they calibrate to the motion, they calibrate to the ease of paddling and they all get in this line in this pack. And there's that leader that is leading and then they switch and then they switch and then they switch. And this to me is the energy of these 12 weeks. You have 12 leaders who are who are going to create the slipstream for you to just get in behind them, to follow in their footsteps, to know what they know, to understand what they have understood, and then it's going to switch, and then it's going to switch. And the best part about this is that it's not just you and the leader, it's you and a whole pack of women who are also learning who are also moving. So not only do you get to learn and calibrate to the leader, to the woman, to the one, you also get to calibrate to each other to say, are you in this? Are you doing this? You're doing it. Oh my God, you're doing it. And I don't know about you, but when I see that, and when I am in that energy, my energy moves even without me. It's like, I'm like being nudged forward by everything around me. Like, oh my God, I guess we're doing this. Oh, we're doing it. Right? So that is the energy of outspoken. This is where, like the whole time you're talking there, Robin, it's because you're like your best is brought forward, right? There's no holding back. There's no like questioning. There's no like sitting in your own energy and like your own mind and thoughts. I'm like, oh, is this working? Is this happening? Is that, should I go faster? Should I go slower? You're like, hey, we're moving. Hey, we're going. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Outspoken. We have, we are officially wrapping up pre-launch it ends tomorrow. We have announced the first eight speakers. We have four more speakers left to announce. They are going to blow your mind. They are coming out in phase two of the launch. If you know that you want to be in this slipstream, you have or till April 1st, till April 1st, till April 1st to get in at the pre-sale price of $1,444. This three month container is going to move you faster than you can say calibrate. Honestly, we have designed this, this super unique, potent space to give you the one in all of these areas so that you can calibrate to your next level in every single area of your life. And we, we did it this way. We curated this coaching container specifically this way, because this is what we would have wanted. What we had to do on our journey was go hire this person and go hire that person and figure this out and find the one here and find the one. We have found the ones for you. We have found our ones for you. Women who have moved us, we have mentored and been mentored by so many of these women we have moved with, we have learned from them, we have read their books, we have listened to their podcasts, we have been in one-to-one -one coaching containers, we've been in masterminds, we have 
been their one-to-one coaches. Like there have been so many energetic exchanges with these women that we have put them all in one space so that you do not have to look for them so that you can attune your energy and calibrate to the one and move faster and get where you desire to go. Making millions online can happen for anyone. Making millions online, collapsing time around your availability for it, your energetic match for it, your leadership to get you there, the choices that you make is going to be sped up by a thousand percent when you actually step into this space and calibrate to the women inside Outspoken who have already done it. $1,444 until April 1st. This alone to me feels like the biggest no brainer on the planet. These women, if you dove into a course with them, if you dove into a one-time call with them, an intensive with them, like you would be paying triple, quadruple. You're going to learn from the collection. You're going to learn from all 12 of these women with their most potent teachings. It is going to absolutely shift everything for you. Yes, it is. Get into the pre-sale. April 1st, price goes up to $2,222. You can get in for all three months for $1,444. If you need a payment plan, if you want to talk about um, how you can get in, send us a message. We are always happy to accommodate and to serve. So if you have any questions at all, our team will drop the link to the pre-sale price for Outspoken. It begins May Begins in May, the beginning, the first of May, we start. So this is May, June, July in this energy. In this energy. We love you. Consider who you're calibrating to, what you're calibrating to. Make the decisions, make the choices that are going to get you where you desire to go faster, knowing that you can get where you desire to go faster with more precision and more ease when you calibrate to the one when you calibrate to the one who is living your desire, who has been through what you're desiring to experience for yourself. Thank you so much for being here with us, ladies. We love you. We cannot wait to see you inside Outspoken. We cannot wait to move with you for three entire months. We can't wait to be immersed in this energy, this calibration portal with you. So we will see you inside.